Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, I know it seems like a really weird question and there's really no easy way to transition, but I promise you there's a good reason we're asking this. I'm wondering, is there a strange place, perhaps, that you have... Scattered the ashes of a loved one. Oh. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Well, the reason why I'm asking is because I don't know if you if you saw this, but the Wall Street Journal uh, did a piece where they explained that apparently Disney World and Disneyland is are both hot spots for Ashes. It is a place where people bring like cremation, cremains. Yes, the cremains of loved ones um, to scatter. That's interesting. I've never heard that before. They I say guess, this is this happens on a monthly basis. I guess, like if you were a big fan, I just I don't know. That's weird to me, but you know, to each his or own. Well, let me tell you a couple more things about this. And six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you have a, a story like this of your own, I mean, I have a, a friend who did bring a little bit of her own mother to uh, a Disney area. Okay. Uh, because I don't think it's, I think it's, it's frowned upon. I mean, oh, they, they sure. do have to sneak, sneak this in. Um, and they have a special code for this. At, <laughs> like, that's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a special code for this at Disney. And the code is HEPA cleanup. Um, and it's, they have people who are, uh, brought out into certain locations to clean up the cremains. These are the custodians who have to take part in cleaning up human remains. Like, so people are just walking by and <laughs> they'll just bring a little, they don't bring like all, all of it. I do, that's not my impression is that they don't bring the whole kitten caboodle. But perhaps maybe they've had like the, the wishes Aunt Fanny. They say they say that, you know, perhaps there's a wish of the on behalf of the family to experience Disney together for one last time. But this is the part that I thought was so fascinating. Um, they say, OK, so this is what one of the, the people, the custodians said. Current and former custodians at Disney, Park, Disney, I'm sorry, Disney representative has said about the custodians. Current and former custodians at Disney Parks say identifying and vacuuming up human ashes is a signature and secret part of working at the happiest place on Earth. It is grisly work for them, but a cathartic release for the bereaved who say treating Disney Parks as a final resting place is the ultimate tribute to ardent fans. They go on to say human ashes uh, have been spread in flower beds, bushes, in the Magic Kingdom lawns. But this is the part that many people think is the most fascinating. Do you know where the most ashes Only reside? Only because you told me, but where is it? 
in the haunted mansion. That's so weird. A Disneyland custodian has said the haunted mansion probably has so many human ashes. It's not even funny. What's weird about this story. Here's the just sad thing about this story. Like at the point that they talk about if they do find ashes, what they do with them. Because again, like you've done this thing to like have this special moment, but then just know that if you choose to do this, some park custodian is going to walk over with a shop vac and suck up your family member and they're going to end up in in a place that's not perhaps in as the Disney Dyson. romantic. Yeah. Yeah. Here's Literally, what- it says they if they find you, the park staff simply sucks them up with their special HEPA vacuum. To which I would say, honestly, if I'm somebody who works at Disney, I would say, why don't we have a special way of doing this? Like a memorial garden Exactly. Or a yeah. place where this is an acceptable protocol. There's a protocol for this, right? Like there is some sort of like crematorium or not crematorium, but like a, I'm sorry, that was not what I meant to say. What are they called? <laughs> that's not what I meant to say. Just There's bring like, Granny's corpse to the Magic Kingdom. We'll fire up the crematorium. Weekend at Bernie style. That's not what I meant to say. It's a small world after. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not what I meant to say. Yo-ho, yo-ho, you walked right into that one. I know. I didn't mean to, though. I meant, what are those things called? There's like a, the things, they're, I forget it. Okay, let's go to, <laughs> I have the question. I know that people do creative and interesting things oh, for sure. with their loved ones, and I just was curious about it. Let's go to Stacy. She's on the line. Hi, Stacy. Have you, okay, Stacy's gone. Let's go to Anonymous. Hello, Anonymous. Anon- Anonymous. Uh, yeah. Is, is there a strange place you have done this with a loved one? Yes, yeah, so my dad passed away almost five years ago, and uh, he loved Halloween, so we go to the same pumpkin patch and leave a little every year, so he is at Halloween in pumpkins every oh, year. Oh my gosh, a, I love that. That's that's very nice. Now, um, d- you probably haven't told the people at the pumpkin patch. Oh this? gosh, no, no, okay. no. Because I, you know, I actually can do that. Just sprinkle a little. It's fine. I mean, depending on where it is, obviously, who knows? I'm not telling you you should, but I I wouldn't be surprised if you you did share that story. If they, you know, wouldn't be like, well, that is very special. And let's give you a space so that you can do that. Yeah. Right. Again, I feel like I feel like, you know, a lot of times we do things because we go, oh, I don't think they're going to be okay with this. But like, I feel like, again, if Disney took the opportunity to understand that this is something people do because they're grieving and then they help them do it in a way that's beneficial for everybody. Yeah. And similar to this, you know, if you communicated with somebody, this is something that would be really meaningful to my loved one. It yeah. would be meaningful I think just to like us. dumping them off the side of a ride doesn't seem like a very thoughtful thing to do because because, again, when you read this story, it just it seems that it puts people in very awkward positions. Like, again, some 16 year old is going to have to tromp down to the you know, side of wherever the ashes were dumped and scoop up grandpa. And that just seems weird. Let's go to Laura. Hi, Laura. Laura, have you, um, have you, is there a strange place that you have, um, have sprinkled the ashes of a loved one? Yeah. So, um, my dad had always joked about wanting to be wanting to haunt his high school forever. So we scattered some of his ashes this summer at his high school. So the kids of Dover high will, smell the faint smell of stale cigarettes and hot smoke in the hallways oh my gosh that's funny oh laura that's that's a good one thank you so much for your call and let's go to emma hi emma 
Hi, Emma. Is there a strange place that you have left the ashes of a loved one? I actually wear a necklace with my dog's ashes in it. And every time I go for a hike, I sprinkle a little bit of them in places that we used to oh, go. Oh, I love sweet. that. I don't think that's a weird place at all. It seems totally... You know, that's very special to you and, uh, you know, I love your loved that. Ones. That is really cool. Thank you so much, Emma, for your call. Um, yeah, I always think that's such a, it's an interesting thing, right? Because it's like a personal, those are personal things that yeah. you do. Um, and, and like I said, if Disney, it's interesting that Disney kind of took part in this article and is being upfront about the fact that this is something so many people do. Well, because I'm sure they don't want people to do it, right? Because then it puts them in a weird place. Right. But again, what I wish is I wish they had a program for this. I wish that there were um, some way that they could that they could make a special place where there were a memorial garden of some sort in the parks where they could where you could do this and have and have this moment for yourself and your family yeah. and your loved one. And it wouldn't feel like you had to do it in a secretive way or that it had to be shameful or that you thought well, that somebody was going to come and vacuum them up. I was going to say, you don't want to leave your loved ones where they're just going to end up in the trash. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, crazydaysandnights.net. This is the website that supplies us all of our blind items, but also has a podcast. Mm. NT Lawyer is the host of this podcast, and he is spilling all the goods. All the beans. On Johnny Depp. And Bradley and is going to share. Lori is going to not like this story. Well, let's just keep it from her. All right. We'll hear about it after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we get all of our blind items for this uh, from this awesome website, crazydaysandnights.net. But NT Lawyer, who runs that website, also has a podcast that Bradley's been listening to. And he's spilling all the beans about Johnny Depp. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And Bradley, you listened to this podcast. Yeah, it's actually a two-part. It's going to be a three-parter. The first two parts are out. I listened to the first part because they're about an hour long. And you know, NT Lawyer has been dropping some serious, uh, well, he would say truth bombs. You can take them for what they're worth, but about all sorts of people. We talked about Amanda Bynes, who he uh, has a personal relationship mm-hmm. with, where he uh, intersects with the life of Johnny Depp. Uh, maybe he'll reveal at some point, but at this point, we don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, there was speculation yesterday that maybe it was like his longtime attorney, Jake Bloom, because mm-hmm. apparently that was a thing, but I don't have any proof of that. That was just what somebody said out of the side of their mouth. Regardless, Johnny Depp podcast details, mind blown. Oh my God. So I am not a huge Johnny Depp fan. Are you? No. Huh? Can I just say that I'm, I'm going to tell you that he, according to NT lawyer, I'm just going to get it right out there in the open was connected to a very famous murder Ooh. and actually two, but I'm only going to talk about one cause I've only listened to the first part. Okay. Do you know whose murder he relate or, uh, he, I don't want to say he accuses him of having a hand in the murder of any guesses. I have no clue. Johnny Depp runs a night or ran a nightclub, right? Yeah. Remember that called the Viper Room? Yeah. Who died outside of the Viper Room? River Phoenix did. But I didn't think that was a murder. I that was an overdose. Exactly. Except Enti Lawyer believes that it was perhaps an intentional overdose. So you got to dial things all the way back. So just know that when you listen to this podcast, he's like, well, you can 
you can interpret the events the way you choose. But he alleges that Johnny Depp gave River Phoenix that eight ball of heroin that he ended up drinking and overdosing on and dying on the sidewalk outside of the oh. the Viper Room. Um, those many years ago. What is that? 20 some years ago. Oh, now? So long ago. Yeah. yeah. So how do we get there? Well, it's a long and storied tale and you can listen to the, the podcasts in detail. The thing that I learned in the telling of this story was how many crazy relationships Johnny Depp has had with women. Mm-hmm. That should not be a surprise, Mm-mm. but it focuses on, I would say a good chunk of this first part focuses on his relationship with Winona Ryder. Yeah. And really how, um, Things were not good between them, and he got jealous. Uh, anytime she would, you know, even express an interest in another person, another man, even if it wasn't like she's cheating on him, just like that's a nice person, yeah. And in fact, according to NT Lawyer, she expressed an interest in River Phoenix and how talented he was and took a shine to him, perhaps. Hmm. And the allegation is that he knew full well what he was doing when he he alleges that Johnny Depp gave that heroin to River Phoenix. I could set it up in more detail because River Phoenix at the time was like six weeks sober. He goes into this long drawn out thing, how he was sober for like six weeks. He had some weed on him. He'd maybe been taking some cold medicine, but he had been sober and he had never done heroin before. Mm-hmm. And th- he believes that he thought he was he was doing coke and mm-hmm. not heroin. Mm-hmm. It ended up being coke and he overdosed. And he insinuates that and uh, that Johnny Depp knew full well because of Winona Ryder's interest in him. Oh my gosh. And I know I mean, that, that sounds explosive. completely explosive. But in in you know, of course, and he, he even says, like, you don't have to you can believe whatever you want. I think at the very least you have to say that Johnny Depp is uh a bad word. Um, because he also talks about how he he believes Johnny Depp took him out of the club and put him on the sidewalk because he didn't want him dying inside in his, club. his club. Yeah. So it, it's so shocking. Also, the whole stuff with his relationships, you know, his relationship not only with Winona Ryder, but his relationships with um, Kate Moss. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten about like those relationships because I don't know that I was paying too close attention when Johnny Depp was dating I mean, Kate I, Moss. I guess I vaguely recall these relationships. It's interesting because like my intersection with Johnny Depp was mostly in the 21 Jump Street years. And then it was like there was a long period of time where maybe I didn't care as much. Like, maybe like after What's Eating Gilbert Grape, he just sort of... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Like fell off my radar and I didn't care about anything he did. I just didn't care. I just was like, whatever. Um, but I know he had a lot of really tumultuous relationships and anything you heard about his personal life Vanessa sounded Hudgens, really Moss, chaotic. It all just sounds so chaotic. Winona Ryder, of course, he had the tattoo and, you know, and changed, changed it to, it to Wino, Wino Ryder. Or no, Wino, just Wino. Wino forever. Mm-hmm. Um, Wino Ryder. It would be kind of hilarious. Um, each one of those relationships, too, he talks about, and Lawyer talks about how he's shut them up, basically, and kept them from... You know, talking, um, gotten arrests covered up. He details a bunch of arrests that we've never heard of before. Mm -hmm. Things that involved like ruining hotel rooms and um, being forced to, you know, pay like tens of thousands of dollars to cover up damage. I mean, really just, again, you have to take it for what it's worth, right? I don't know if any of that stuff's true, but it certainly paints a picture of, I think, something that seems perfectly plausible that we have talked about over the last year or mm-hmm. so uh, post the me too harvey weinstein era is that there are so many things in place as johnny depp becomes more and more famous to sort of cover up and ameliorate any you know negative impact from his bad behavior because he makes money and there are people who who benefit from that exactly he cheats on uh the women that he's in relationships with they find out you know they are sort of bending over backwards to cut him the benefit of the doubt, but then he doesn't cut any of the women a benefit of the doubt. There's this whole story about how he ends up in in Europe in a sex club doing some weird stuff I'm not even going to tell you about on the radio because that would be tor- terribly inappropriate. Um, and and the thing that I just find so fascinating about Enti Lawyer is that unlike when you're reading these blind items, you're listening to him talk and for it, you could tell me it's an actor who wrote all of this stuff, mm-hmm. but as you listen to him talk, I don't have any reason to question right. the story he's telling, other than I have no proof, right? Right? But it's like sitting across the table from somebody who's telling you a story about somebody that they know. He seems like he's not just reading things, yeah. that he's actually sitting back and telling these stories. Anyway, this first episode goes all the way up to um, uh, what's her name, Amber Heard, Amber Heard. And then the second part will deal all with her. Wow. Crazy, stupid idiots coming. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And we have a name for those dumb people doing dumb things. It's crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Yeah. Well, actually, this is not Florida. 
Okay. This is a CSI update. Oh, I love this. Do you remember the stolen colon? Oh, how could I forget? This happened in what? Kentucky? Kansas City, Kansas Missouri. City Missouri. Uh, there was a stolen colon, and it was a stolen colon from Minnesota. It, it was, was a, a large inflatable colon. It was a large inflatable <laughs> colon stolen from a Kansas City nonprofit. It, uh, Kansas City Police tweeted out on Monday that the stolen colon had been recovered thanks to a tip. Officers found it in a vacant house uh, near Kansas City, obviously. Uh, They did not get far from uh, the site of the original theft. Again, that stolen colon was a walkthrough model of the body's large intestine. And uh, it belonged to a nonprofit called the Cancer Coalition, which uses it to get your rear in gear. 10-foot-long, 150-pound colon valued at the low, low price of just $4,000. That is one spendy colon. It sure is. So uh, they will be able to continue spreading their message uh, all over Kansas City with this their is colon. Exciting. Well, and all over the, the country, really. Because that my understanding is that that uh, inflatable colon, colon was a traveling colon. And so that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that update, Bradley. Uh, for our next crazy, stupid idiot, we need to go to Utah. Now, stick with me through this story because it seems very long and involved, okay? But here's the gist of it. A high school in Utah thought that 2018 would be a good year, despite all of the complaints in previous years, to continue its battle of the sexes with Men's Week. Oh, that's a great idea. Right? Um, and, uh, so they started men's week at the beginning of last week with a banner hanging over a hallway, um, on Monday announcing that annual celebration, uh, that sign read enter. If you believe men are the superior gender. What? Yep. Last year, the first complaints came when there was a sign greeting the students that said all men are created equal. And what's a woman's point of view? The kitchen window. Wow. Yep. 2017. Okay. So this is apparently something they did every single year at this Utah high school battle of the sexes where they would pit the men against the women. Okay. (laughs) Gender versus gender. Exactly. That seems like a great idea. Again, uh, leading... The young people of with their undeveloped prefrontal cortices um, to write signage that is basically sexist. Yeah, um, they had all kinds of activities during their battle of the sexes, including like but how not limited to could these women make some pancakes. <clears throat> for example, things like they had a pizza party just for men, though. So they ordered pizza. What is that? And excused the men early for the pizza party. Okay. They had a wrestling a wrestling competition. Just Well, that sounds kind of fun. Was this a gay thing? No. Cuz I feel like so far this is just like a you know, gay friends night out. Pizza, wrestling. No, my understanding is that the wrestling was uh, between the men and the women because it was a battle of the sexes. Oh, I got it. And and it was actually a leg wrestling mm, contest. um, And there was an arm wrestling contest also. Okay. Um, Let's see. Uh, There were, yes. So there was a a video game activity, etc. They had all types of activities to determine throughout the week which 
sex was the better of the sexes. Did they ever decide? Well, eventually, after many complaints from parents and students who were offended and upset by some of the signage that was placed throughout the high school uh, touting the better sex, uh, finally, the administration said, you know what? I think we're just going to maybe cancel the battle of the sexes. Also, just what seems so bizarre about (laughs) splitting. I'm just looking at the sign of enter here. If you believe men are the superior gender. Mm -hmm. First of all, is there a superior gender? No. Yeah, I don't know that that's a a good phrasing of a, a of a question, right? Mm-hmm. Or a good framing of a question to begin with. But also, who other than men would would say that? Exactly. So, also reverse is true. If you believe women are the superior gender, who who's going through that door? Probably women. Mm-hmm. Like, and then the one guy is like, "Hey, I think women are great. Come over here." Mm-hmm. You know that one guy. But it just seems like there's a built in. Like, well, I, th- I think if we've got 51 men and 49 women, men will win because there are more men than women. Again, I feel like this is seems an idea. like a weird framing period. I feel like this is an, the obvious sexism an idea that felt like it was probably funny in like 1980 <laughs> something or perhaps at a summer camp back in the day. Yeah. In 2018, it just doesn't play well. Yeah. And so... Finally, like powder puff football. Exactly. Yeah. Administration. You know what? We were just, where was I that that just was brought up and everybody who I was with looked at each other like, that's a thing. Yes. I think that there are certain communities that still do that. <laughs> yes, that was so diplomatic. No, but I, but there seriously, like I do think that there are places where they still like, I think that that's perfectly acceptable to have like as part of their Activity is a powder puff football game, which is just yeah. girls playing football. Sit with that for a minute. Okay. Again, 2018. Yeah. In any case, uh, <sighs> the, the the administration finally got wise and shut it down. And it sounds as though the district has uh, doubled down on this and said this will never happen again. Uh, they've made it quite clear to the school no more battle of the sexes. Well, I have another battle of the sexes for you. Where oh, was that wait. again? That was in Utah. Okay. Well, I want to take you to Port St. Lucie. You know where that is? Florida. Florida. Finally, we're going to Florida. And I want to tell you there about a, a dinosaur. Mm. I said battle of the sexes. I want to tell you about a 19-year-old uh, dinosaur. Okay. Because it's Halloween season, right? Okay. So, Dinosaur, 19 years old. A 19-year-old dinosaur? Yes. I mean, that is headline news. Why are we not reading about that? And a 23-year-old woman. Now, the two are dating. Okay, the 19-year-old dinosaur and the 23-year-old lady dating. thinkins. Thinkins. It thinkins. It doesn't thinkin', actually, which is why I'm telling you the story. Okay, you probably figured out by now that 19-year-old dinosaur was actually Patrick Galway, dressed as, as an inflatable dinosaur. dinosaur. You know, you've seen those inflatable dinosaur They're so costumes. Funny. They're kind of funny, right? Well, imagine you came upon this mm-hmm. and you saw the following scene. You saw a 19-year-old inflatable dinosaur on top of a 23-year-old girl on the sidewalk that choking her. That doesn't feel funny anymore. <laughs> Suddenly, it's not funny, so funny, right? That's exactly what happened. People came upon 19-year-old Patrick Galway who was holding the neck of his girlfriend to the floor with his left hand. No. They were having some sort of altercation. I would say. Okay. Um, Do you want to know why 
sure he was doing that. As I'm not saying like there's that's an excuse. Gonna, yeah, like it's that's going to help excuse. the situation. Apparently, um, the two were arguing, and he wanted her to go to the party with him, and she didn't want to go to the party. They were supposed to go uh, watch a movie with friends, but he wanted to go to the party, the Halloween party, which is why he was wearing the Halloween costume and she was not obliging. Okay. And so he took it upon himself to throw her on the ground and then choke her. Gross. Now, luckily, luckily, uh, they were able, somebody saw this, called the police, police arrested him, and they saw that she had some like, redness thank god it wasn't like this was not a bloody altercation by any stretch of the imagination but there was noticeable marks on her neck where he was holding her down and so um they separated the two put him in a um cop car and took him to dinosaur prison that's a thing jurassic park yeah um actually they did leave him in uh, his inflatable costume i bet that they i bet the cellmates love you imagine I mean, you probably didn't have anything else to wear. I kind of want one of these costumes. Not because I want to choke my girlfriend on the sidewalk. I mean, for so many reasons. For a number of reasons. They are kind of funny. You know, like, if you were going to, like, choke somebody in public, you probably wouldn't want to do it in an inflatable dinosaur costume. I mean, again, crazy, stupid idiot advice. Yeah, because The real advice is don't do that. Because you are sticking out like a sore thumb. Like a... Dinosaur, yeah, in twenty dinosaur thumb, exactly. That was cute. Arms. But he did have; he didn't even have thumbs. He no. had tiny little T Rex arms. arms. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not funny, but she's fine. Good, she's fine. Good, and he's going to jail. Okay. When we come back, it's time for the Throwback Live. We do it every day at two forty-five, right here on My Talk one oh seven one. Two forty-five every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk one oh seven one, streaming live. At mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Hi. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We play a little game, and that game is the throwback live at 2.45. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the throwback live at 2.45. Hello. Sweep the leg. I must predict win just one for the Kipper. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, Holly Roberts. Oh, it's time for Tuesday's edition of the Throwback Live at 2.45. Indeed, here are the rules of the game. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the throwback live at 245. And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their name. Now, we keep track of who wins this little game and the total victory tally as it stands today before we play our game. Colleen has 70 victories. I feel so good to hear that. No longer sitting on that 60. I'm so happy. Mm -hmm. And Bradley. Yes. You have 77 points. What? Oh my gosh, it's like a big surprise. I mean, it kind of is. Because I was behind, and now I'm not behind. Ah, well, let's see who wins today's game. Let's uh, play our first vintage pop culture audio clip. Listen carefully, Cully. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, and identify this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Uh, That's a Christmas story. Oh. And you'll shoot your eye out. 
You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Oh, wow. Good job. On down the slide he goes. That was a good one. That was a good one. Good job, Bradley. Congratulations, it's a Bradley. fabulous, fabulous Christmas movie, which we'll be watching shortly after Halloween goes away. Oh, my After gosh. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Jeez, don't jump I think on. once Halloween is on, you can start watching Halloween. No, uh, no. We're going to no. have that conversation later yes. this week. Okay. Thank you very much. Oh. All right, Bradley. You have no. one. Wow. <laughs> you have one point. Bradley, uh, Colleen has yet to score. Thank now, you. Moving on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley, <laughs> listen carefully and identify this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Um, WKRP. Oh. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I wondered whatever became of me. I'm living on the air of Cincinnati. Cincinnati WKRP. Oh, good one. All right. Hated that show. So good. Hated. You hated. did? Oh, God. Yeah, that was, that was one, one of those shows, whatever over. it came on, I was like, ugh, old people. We loved that show in our house. Yeah, it was WKRP and MASH. Woo, I loved Pass. both of those. Okay, hi. I hand out pretzels on. Halloween. Yeah, we know. We know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hi. All right, Bradley, you have two points in today's throwback live at 245. <laughs> Colleen, you have yet to score. Oh. Now, let's move on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Now, I want you to identify <sighs> what is being sold in this advertisement. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, giving you already a little hint here in our third vintage pop culture audio clip, Colleen and Bradley, do it. please correctly identify the product. Mommy, wow. Colleen. Oh. Colleen. Oh, come on. I'm a big kid now. Um, that is. Oh my God! Hold on, leave How me are alone. you not getting this? Hold, TikTok. Leave me alone! Oh my gosh! It just, You're stalling. No, the pressure bothers me. Stop! Don't look at me. None stop of you. Stop! Stop! Stalling. Kalina, I'll give you five seconds now. That is. That is. That's, uh, I can't remember. How can you not remember I don't know. that? I can't remember. Can't, play it again. All right, hold on. From the beginning. Mommy, wow. I'm a big kid now. Pull ups? How do you not know that you have children? I know. We didn't use pull-ups. <sighs> I am disappointed. I almost want to give you that point. Bradley? I give pretzels out. I'm not for giving her that point, but I want to give her that point. I don't want to play this game anymore. Well, I wouldn't either if I were you. Did he win? I thought for sure she was going to get that. I was like, ugh. Now I'm mad. I'm so mad at myself. Oh, what did he win? Just tell him what he won. I'm over it right now. <laughs> Bradley, con- congratulations. You just won yourself a uh, lifetime supply of Seapon. Ooh, medicated powder? Yeah. Is that a powder? No, it's actually a denture bonding Oh, strip. cream. Yeah. Gold bond medicated powder and Seabond 
dent you grip. Yes. I'm so mad right now. And remember the kind where you used to put your finger on the makeshift um, denture and then it would hold up? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered, like, do you really just glue those things on there? Right. I think you actually did. The, the denture bond bonded to your gums. <sighs> so weird. Speaking of dentures... Give it up for Don. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? That one really sucks. I want him to know I've never bumped that dirt in my life. See, it was a denture joke. I don't know what to say. You know, I will there, say Donnie. the only encounter I ever had with dentures. Did you ever have an old person in your family who had dentures? Mm-hmm. Yes. And my, I remember walking into the bathroom and seeing my grandpa brush his teeth in his hand <laughs> and I was like ah! I know there's certain mo- things that yeah. listen in a glass just, by the bed right in life there are things that you should never see I that feel like that's one of them coming yeah. around the corner when my grandmother was calling me and she was in her stockings <laughs> and that's it <laughs> oh yeah. oh yeah. That's, an, that that's another thing changer. you should never yeah. see. Yeah. Say, I will say, as a woman uh, one of the things I would like for nobody to ever see uh, is me putting on my pantyhose. Yeah. Uh, That's an ugly experience. Right. Or oh, Spanx, yeah. for that matter. Yeah. Sure. Right. That is a solo experience. Yeah. Nobody needs to see that. Okay. Ever. Yeah, there's jumping involved. Yeah, and if ever <laughs> if ever you've seen somebody else do that, I'm 99% sure that's burned in your brain forever. I, I don't want to see that. Yeah. Also, my grandmother in her um, me- me- medicine, no, not medicine chest, her uh, jewelry case, she kept her gallstones. So I remember playing in her jewelry <laughs> and being like, what's in it? Ah! Were they dried? Yeah, it was like milk duds. Like- I feel like, no, you know what? We should actually write this down because I bet that people have crazy weird stories oh, about sure. like things that were taken out that they kept. Like we had like somebody in my family's, I don't remember whose, wisdom teeth in our medicine cabinet, in our kit, in our bathroom. Weird. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know whose wisdom teeth they were. That's kind of creepy. Right? Yeah. So like we just had them just sitting in there, just teeth. Ugh. I wanted you know? to keep my sebaceous cyst in a jar, okay. but they wouldn't let me. Always. <laughs> it's like we're here. Always. And then Holly just takes us line. all the way over. I had the back. same thing, hey, Holly. Thanks, yeah. Can I ask a question about it? I know. My forehead. Yeah, and, and it was a little, it. little liquid and it yeah. looked like Crank That's from Ninja Turtles. That's what I had. And they said, no, you can't have it. Bradley, I want you to think really a lot about what you think you're about to do right now. I didn't realize that a sebaceous cyst actually held its own shape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bradley. <laughs> it's that pimple popper. Are you with me right now? Yeah. But those... I want you to remember what just happened in the other room. Two people were very excited about <laughs> their sebaceous cysts. cysts. It's that Dr. Do you want popper. to engage this? Life is short. Mm-hmm. I want to understand it because somebody else just the other day. Oh, it was uh, it was uh, Kathy Griffin at her show. She was talking about how she loves watching Dr. Pimple Popper. That is like I feel like we are a divided nation. Yeah, and there are I people am firmly who anti pimple popper who love that, and people who just like, cannot get I on love, board. And I can't. It's I disgusting. love fart jokes. I love fart we sound know. effects. I know. I love burping. I am really gross. Mm. But then people start talking about Dr. Pimple Popper. That is the thing that would make me erp. Like, if you know how people are like, stop talking about it, I'm going to throw up. That's the thing that you could talk about. Mm -hmm. Your sebaceous cyst. Yeah. That's Bradley's line. Which is shocking because I, like, it's weird when you get to Bradley's line because you are not aware Bradley has one. It's true. 
until you get to that place. Yeah. <laughs> Duty stories, shoe war. <laughs> He's fine with it. Yeah. You can get real graphic, but suddenly Dr. Pimple Fiber Popper, pills. no thanks. I'm all about proper colon health. At NetApp, we're, dare we say, in love with the cloud. And we're consumed by its epic potential. For years, we've been fine-tuning our approach. Heck, we love the cloud so much, we integrated all our data management experiences into it. NetApp makes the cloud work smarter and harder by letting you connect your data no matter where it is, access and securely manage your data, automate processes and optimize infrastructure, unlocking all your data's possibilities. Tap now or visit netapp.com slash love to see how amazing the cloud can be. Splash, splash, apply a little splash. When your windshield's getting dirty, just apply a little splash. When your windshield's full of grime, bugs, dirt, and snow, just use a little splash and be safe on the road. Splash, 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 apply a little splash. When your windshield's getting dirty, just apply a little splash. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash.